0: Paul well hello how oh, are you I'm well yourself sir I'm doing
1: well excited to be back for episode three is it
0: yeah episode three of the just saying podcast everyday conversations with Christopher Mansell myself and mr. Paul vato good to see you again as always uh, we have a guest in the studio but we're just gonna kind of act like he's not here for a minute just just to make him wait because he's good but he's He'll occupy himself. Uh, how's everything going?
1: Wonderful. Since I last spoke to you, yeah, it's great, man. So exciting. Uh, I I recorded uh, a, a very important clubhouse interview uh, with uh, jazz uh, with with Maz Jobrani. He's a Iranian American stand-up comedian. So I, I had a big interview with him yesterday, and that was that was a lot of fun. Had a lot of people show up for that.
0: Good. And, You're running wild on Clubhouse, aren't you? I really am,
1: and podcasting. Yesterday was a big day for me in, in the podcast world. I tweeted, tweeted about it, uh, which was the fact that I was a guest on a, I, I, I hope you don't mind. I'm cheating on you. I was a guest on a podcast called Intellectual with an X that, uh, that you can find, I guess, like intellect and sexual combined. And so I was, there, <laughs> I was their guest. And that just happened to, to drop yesterday, as the kids are saying. And then our podcast also came out yesterday, so I was very excited uh, about that. So it was a big day for Paul Votto in the podcast world.
0: It was a big day. Our our podcast would have came out a day before if the idiot producer didn't screw things up and not know how to load it, but I'm learning, so. (laughs) Oh, you're the producer, got it, got it, okay. Yeah, 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 there you go. Oh no, not blaming any of these guys around here. No, that's why we're (laughs) here, so we can at least get it half right uh no I'm telling you it was not a pretty sight when I'm not tech I'm not a techie guy at all so learning all this stuff as I go along is is it was half funny half frustrating but totally uncensored not good language flying that night when I couldn't figure this out <laughs> so I said the hell with it I'm going to bed get up in the morning boom we're good so the first episode is up on YouTube uh we are up on Spotify and Anchor right now, too. Uh, we'll be hitting some other ones with that. We've got episode two in the can. That should come out in a week or so, just from the fact that it's going to take me a week or so to remember what I did the first one. But anyway, well, good. I'm glad to see Clubhouse is going good. You said, uh, right before we got on, uh, Headshot's coming on Friday, cause you still got, now you've got me, see? I'm, I'm channeling, <laughs> I, I, I'm doing, my luscious mane is right here. You know, I'm just letting it all go. Wonderful. So you're doing headshots. So as is, is the new headshots, right? Or these? Are you? When are you going to clean up, pal?
1: After these headshots, as soon as I get as soon as I get an audition, I'll be cleaning up. So if I even get an audition tomorrow or the next day that I have to do it, then I I won't even, you know, get headshots on Friday because I just want to memorialize this look (laughs) in case I ever need it for something else. Like hey. Yeah, it'll take me a year to to get here, but here's another character I can play. I've just invested so much time that I'm like, oh man, I really need to uh, at least capture it like in a professional way.
0: Yes, it does need to be captured. I'm going to take a mental picture right now. Okay, because we don't do hard copies anymore. Uh, You know what, that's a good question because I've not been in front
1: of a casting director in years, I mean, as in uh, because even when I did The Trust, it was kind of like, hey, do, do you want this? And I was like, yeah. And I, I guess I, I went in an audition for that, but I didn't even bring them a, a, a headshot. And uh, the, the Trust was that movie I did with Nicolas Cage. So I really haven't been in the game, you know, for, for 10, 11 years. And back then, of course, even the first audition, you're into an office and you've got your hard copy. You've got your headshot. You have your resume. And now everything is is online, and I feel like, but that's a great question, which I'm going to ask at Clubhouse and find out. Because I feel like, why would you need it? Because you, if you have your first audition online, great. They, you know, everything is is on Actors Access or, or backstage. I have to be careful. Sorry, I stuttered, but sometimes I go back page, and then people realize what I've been up to before. Yeah, so backstage. Not is that, the, I uh, that. <laughs> that I know
0: that. That was a, my when my wife watches this episode, I, I heard it from friends about Backpage. So, but please continue.
1: That was a test and yeah. you, you you failed. Uh, so yes, I just want to see if you guys knew what Backpage was. And so everything is on there. If you get a callback, most of the callbacks are also online, but it might be a meeting like this, you know, and then we might, you know, you might have me improvise with, with your guest or, you know uh, so I feel by the third time they don't need a, a, a headshot anymore so but I'm going to find out and of course if I need it I'll, I'll go get it but I, this, these are probably questions I should have asked a month ago when I when I got back into acting
0: <laughs> yeah so what are you what are you what are you drinking juice are you still juicing
1: yes juicing but uh, I, I'm 50 50 50 percent juice and then the other you know solid foods so I'm trying to Trying to get down even a little bit further in, in my weight loss journey. Well, you're looking
0: good. You're looking Thank good. You. Uh, Thank you. We've ignored this guy enough over here. This is Dave Hayes, a uh, friend of mine, uh, Mr. Paul Vado. Dave, Dave is a wine guy. He has, we were looking when we were talking last episode, and I gave you just the wrong thing to look up. It is wine underscore I-R-L. Yes. And that stands for? In real life. In, in real life. life.
1: I figured it out. I finally <laughs> figured it out. So Because I was not, not to be defeated by your ludic attitude.
0: Oh. <laughs> I'm going to look that up later. We're juicing tonight, too. Dave's going to... Uh, tell us some stories, <laughs> talk to us about a little, uh, <laughs> little, uh the other 50% the cheese is still in the refrigerator. We haven't got it out yet. I'm just trying to practice my swirl. I can't do it left-handed, even though I do most things left-handed. I can't swirl. And this shirt is a rental and I don't want to get wine on it. And I don't want to make a bunch of noise like I usually do on this table. So David, you've got Dave. You don't go by David. Uh, wine in real I'll answer to a lot of different you- things. Well, yeah. But
2: yeah, yeah. Some of them are even by name.
0: Okay. Well, there you go. Sometimes I call him Jimmy Slacks. I'm building my own crew. I think that fits him.
1: (laughs) Jimmy Slacks. He's always wearing slacks or he never wears slacks?
0: Oh, he's always wearing slacks. Nice slacks, pressed slacks. He can wear a non-pleated like nobody. He makes it, he makes Dockers look, I mean, he should be modeling right now is what he should be doing. Yeah. In
2: the uh, big
0: section, because I'm definitely not tall, so perfect You're big in my eyes buddy right. you know Fair wine enough. so you got into wine we, we we were kind of acquainted before over the years years ago actually years ago, uh, he yeah. was in the hospitality industry i was in the cigar business i owned a shop at the time and we kind of crossed paths a little bit and then just went our own separate ways yep uh, came back last couple of years just kind mm-hmm. of got reacquainted and everything dave started his his uh wine in real life now how did basically let's you know what's funny hold on i want to reach way back here so i got hold on i gotta hook this in so i can hear people so i got dave's bio and talk about a non-techie person i'm not getting walked up. it's about this big <laughs> i don't know how to blow up a pdf even i was like hold on dave <laughs> i want to just glance down and look at notes uh the lighting's bad in here at my age now how did you you started basically into wine then when you were in the hotel business? Yeah. So, uh, the hotel I managed at the time that,
2: where I knew you from, uh, we had a cigar bar, uh, in the hotel and this would have been the mid nineties, probably, I guess yeah, is when about we opened 90... that.
0: 96, 97, 90, somewhere in there. So
2: kind of at like that height that was kind of hitting at about that time. And in the hotel business, you're always looking to make sure you're growing your revenue, obviously, as you are most businesses. And, and it looked like our business was gonna plateau. It had grown exponentially. when we, Obviously we started from nothing in the cigar world, but it was a nice chunk of revenue. And at the same time, the state that we were in was, was kind of working toward eliminating indoor smoking and things like that. And so we kind of wanted, to, I wanted to make sure we were gonna replace that revenue eventually. And so that actually led me to wine. Um, we also had a steakhouse uh, restaurant in the hotel that was really good, but the wine list you could pretty much buy at the local market. It was nothing from anywhere other than California for the most part, some Australian Shiraz that you could also buy at uh, you know, the local grocery basic, store. Yeah, I was going to say yeah, basically basic grocery, store, grocery wines. store I'm not wines. meaning
0: that in a derogatory sense. But it's not what you expect at a high-end steakhouse. No, oh, definitely not. Yeah, not, so, definitely they, not.
1: Where was, where was this? Where was the uh, uh, the cigar bar and wine? It was uh, here in Illinois, actually. In Illinois. OK, yeah. wonderful. Yeah. I, I got into the business at around that same time. Well, like 93, 94. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I experienced that exponential growth. So, yeah. OK, my, my apologies. I, I just. Yeah. I was no, to, no worries. To okay.
2: Yeah. So uh, we decided that that we needed to up that wine list to kind of offset they kept, we ended up having the cigar lounge for another probably six years after that, but it kind of plateaued off. You know, we were making what we were making. There wasn't any growth. So we wanted to kind of keep building that. So we figured that our wine list was an area of opportunity. We were maxed out on what we could charge for the, the food, uh, but the wine list was nothing special. Um, we were in an area that, that wasn't a big wine area, notably. So. Uh, we had to, A, learn about wine ourselves because, like, in my bio, if you read it, I grew up where we knew more about born-on dates than vintages. So you have to be old yeah, enough I, to remember that Budweiser used to have a born-on date on it. When but. I get
0: home, I'll blow it up on the computer screen and then so I'll read it. read it. So <laughs> you can read it. print so damn small. Yeah. I was working for, like, half an hour. I'm like, yeah. I'm done. I'm going to have to hire somebody. I'm going to have to. Ryan's not playing gigs right now. He's the guy running the board again tonight. He's a great, great young man uh musician and stuff and everything going on so i'm just gonna have to pay a tutoring fee to ryan to teach me how to do some of these things.
2: Well, i could have just you could have let me know i could have emailed you a larger copy of it i just texted that one to you for crying out loud we could have we could have done a little more officially but
0: that's all right that's all right next time you're on we'll we'll have a official uh we'll even get a title up here for you there we go that, wow would be, that would be fancy i'm still putting jimmy, jimmy slacks, slacks. In, oh it's got to be up there now <laughs> well it's out there so there you go yeah so you were learning about wine yeah so you didn't really know about no wine so no. You, you were see now i thought you were a long time i mean like all the time wine guy yeah i mean that would have been
2: i was late 20s yeah when i got into it so uh but it's one of those things where we started just to try to learn about it and at the same time teach the customers about it cool thing is we grew that wine list from 75 names that you like i said you could buy at the grocery store to almost 300 bottles that you've never heard of before, and several years run on the Wine Spectator list for best wine list for restaurants and all that kind of stuff. And oh, you guys were on there. We were. You on guys
0: there. actually won the awards for that. We were on between? there. Wow, yeah, you really did list. build that up from nothing. We sure did. It, yeah,
2: we sure did. We won. Uh, so Holiday Inn was part of Intercontinental Hotels Group, and uh, which is Intercontinental Hotels at the time was Crown Plaza and all those kind of stuff we actually ended up winning, uh, voted on by the members of the loyalty club, uh, priority club members, what they call them, uh, as the best dining experience North America for the entire brand group. So yeah, it was an exciting time. We had a lot of fun at that place. We ate some great food, we drank some great wine. We learned a lot and uh, went on from there. So as a matter of fact, the, the. Sam that I hired to work there at that point in time in 1998, I think we brought him on, uh, worked there until, actually until he passed away in 2019. So wow. he was there a long time. Yeah, And he's kind of a local legend in the wine world.
0: So uh, I like to think I had a part Oh you did. bringing that you along. You did have a part, so, that's great. That's great. So you've got wine in real life, which I love on your Instagram. Uh, Paul, it's wine in real life. You want to look it up? I told you the real one this time. I, you won't look like you.
1: Know. I think I may have followed you. Uh, I'll, you did. I'll, I'll look at, yes, okay. Yeah, you did. Yes. That, yeah, that was yeah, me. So.
0: Oh, you're in now. <laughs> yeah. Bottles behind you. You are in.
2: I didn't get my Clubhouse invite yet, but, you know, whatever. We'll, oh, oh, you, you know, know what?
0: Can I borrow your phone so I can get on Clubhouse? Because he's got, you know, a nice phone.
1: I'm going in the next
0: week or two to get a new phone (laughs) so I can Update your damn iPhone. I'm going to. I don't think his iPhone updates anymore. I've seen it. Yeah, I have to. No, you know what? Mine is actually, I, I went online and started looking up, you know, these help pages and stuff. And they basically said... No, yeah, you've got to get it. You're like as your, high as you can go with your com,
2: that. Your computer actually said, "Does that thing still work?"
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised that uh, Sprint is not paying me because I'm still using yeah, that yeah. phone. Yeah, the Smithsonian
2: called it. Yeah, like, they like wanted to bet. borrow your yeah. phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No,
1: Dave, but, go ahead. do you have an iPhone? Does Dave, I do. D- Dave. Dave. Perfect. Yeah. Just just uh, send me your number, Dave. Okay. And I I'll send you an invite. I have awesome. I have plenty of invites, and I mean it's it's great for uh, meeting people. Yes. But you could become like the resident wine expert, and there's there are. I belong to some of the best, uh, some of the biggest hospitality clubs from people all over the world, and it, I'm, I'm there's. I know there's a wine club. I'm like in a tequila and mezcal club, so nice. so there are rooms or clubs, and then you, I mean you can open anyone can open a room, so you can go in there and open you know Dave's in real life wine, you know, or yeah. you know let me answer all your wine questions and then you you know you kind of become the resident wine expert and 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 as you grow your presence on there you know people follow you and then you can you know get their emails and use it for business so, sure that'd be awesome that'd be and great. direct them to to this website or uh, direct them to this podcast definitely
0: so i'm kind of like the homeless guy of clubhouse i can't get in i don't i, I know the right people and i can't get in and it's all my fault i accept it i'm good with that look how, how you're di- dressed. I'm going I, to fix it. I think
2: they told the doorman not to let you in, yeah. but I'm not positive.
0: There is, there is. You're on a list. I, I'm on. No, I'm not on the list. There is no velvet rope. There is no red carpet. There's just to the back alley with you, sir. Dave,
1: you, can, you may come in. I'm sorry, your friend's going to have to wait outside.
0: Because right. <laughs> I brought wine.
2: Yeah, so. you did.
1: <laughs> so yeah,
2: so I left that hotel went on to just kind of continue on. Actually not too long after that, I got out of the hospitality business completely, but I still was passionate about wine and uh, travel out to California, Napa and Sonoma. Uh, I visit, uh, try to get, my brother lives in Virginia. There's some fantastic wineries out there that I visit when I go out there. Um, Arizona has some great wineries that I've been to. So yeah, I love wine.
0: So after you were out of the hospitality business, you still kept it as a hobby, as a passion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. As a passion. Yep. So you started Wine in Real Life just recently. Mm-hmm. Just Wine in Real Life. That's yeah, what I really, like. That's why I was going to tell Paul to look it up, because I and I don't want to misquote it, but you basically, there's no classes, no tests, no certifications, just how to enjoy wine. Just how to enjoy wine. So why don't more people enjoy wine? I mean, can you... Give us a demystification of it. I guess it's that I like wine. Well, we drank wine together. Yep. Uh, I like wine, uh, big fan. I have no idea what I'm doing. That's why I'm learning from you. Uh, but you do make it easy. But why why are folks afraid of, basically, I, not uneducated, but why are they afraid of wine? And what can they do besides going to your page and uh, I know you'll be doing more with this and expanding mm-hmm. and getting the education. What are some of the simple, give me three simple things okay, that you could just to enjoy, to pick up a bottle, uh, open it and really know how to enjoy it. Well, th- I think the
2: main thing is to find out, to find a guy that can help you or, or a lady that can help you find those good one. Um, if you can't find someone who you can listen to or, check in with and get some tips. Like I always tell people, if if you're a wine drinker at all, uh, and you like, say you like a red wine or a white wine, either one, but say you're out of town, maybe you're at a wedding or something like that, and you have to take, or you're going to visit friends, you have to take wine to dinner. And you don't have a bottle with you, so you have to stop, pick some up somewhere at a wine shop you've never been to, or, you know, whatever, big grocery store or whatever. If there's no one there that you feel like you're connecting with that's gonna teach you the best wine to get. Uh, Go to the uh, French section, which is really intimidating for a lot of people because there's a bunch of words that you can't pronounce. Um, I know that was the way it always was for me. But I know now that if I go and I find one that says, it looks like it says Cote du Rhone, but it's Cote du Rhone. And if you buy one of those, a red one of those that's 15 to $20 and you take that to dinner, you're gonna have an excellent experience that they just make fantastic wine from their own region. Uh, And I can go into whole stories as to why, but you just need to know that that's what you need to drink. That's just a great, easy to drink wine that goes great with food or sitting on the back porch or hiding in the corner because you don't wanna talk to anyone else at the party. It's just a great experience, so yeah.
0: I don't talk to anybody at the party because I, I don't get into the party. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I'll have my own wine in the back alley in a little brown bag. I don't care. So, but yeah. No, you know what's funny? I can, I can pronounce, I can mispronounce all those words because I love Absolutely. French wine. I tend to, and we've talked about this, mm-hmm. I like Old World. That is yeah. my style of wine. But, yeah, I can, I can do the French wines easily. I mispronounce them, but I have an accent. So, <laughs> you know, it's a Cotaron. It's a beautiful little wine. Yeah.
2: I'm, i I yes. also I also play guitar, so it kinda goes along with the fact of something I learned early on is that if you play a wrong note with enthusiasm and authority, it sounds like you're improvising.
0: They, so everybody Brilliant can improvise, words. can't they?
1: <laughs> For a second there I thought we had an audience. I'm like, yes. I'm like, wait, I think you're going to me. Yes. Yes, yes, I'm <laughs> yeah, going to you. yes, yes. We were doing this earlier. I was getting
0: to direct people. I was like, you count down, you count down, I'll count down. I felt, I was wanting to do the, you know, but I was pointing with the wrong finger to Dave, and he got, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. So, wine's easy, pretty much. With food, without food, do you find, there was, we used to use a phrase, a friend of mine used a phrase, because I don't know exactly if I'm going to be in trouble, but a quaffing wine. There's not really a quaffing wine around. Is is there something that you could just drink by itself? But isn't it really, I mean, the, the experience is always enhanced with who you're with. I think right there is the conversation that goes along yeah. with it over a wine or over, you know, over a meal and after a meal. But are there a lot of wines that you can just pour and drink without? Sure, yeah, yeah. So red
2: blends, like domestic red blends from California, they're coming from other places in the world now, but they were kind of the, the leader. Uh, but if you find a, a nice economical red blend, uh, it's not the best quality wine probably, but it's easy to drink. And that, to me, that's what I tell people. I'm like, you can love this wine, but if you don't look at this as a gateway to drinking different wines, like if it's transitioning you from sweet white wines to drier red wines, then, if you hit that that easy-to-drink, mass-market grocery-store wine, American red blend, then that's a good place to stop for a second. But if you don't go from there and try a good Zinfandel from Dry Creek Valley or a uh, you know a Cabernet from Moon Mountain and Sonoma or uh, you know something else that's going to go for a Rhone, something from the Rhone, you know Southern Rhone specifically. Grenache based or a Garnacha from Spain. Uh, if you're not moving on from that red wine, you're missing a whole. Oh, a that's whole one. World I'm a of big
0: it. Grenache from Spain. Yeah. Spanish wines, especially, are very, very good. Yeah,
2: but that's that's the cool part. Is I mean, and you can go a hundred different ways with it. You Hold know? on, I got to I got to get my swirl on. Swirl away. No, I, I away. started. I mean, it, and that's the hard thing for me is kind of was t- kind of working that because as I stated, I started drinking wine at a steakhouse, so. It was all heavy reds, Cabernet and Merlot. Oh, I didn't know if we had
0: a pour it back. I didn't know. No, no, you, you can have it. You, I this, brought, I'm not taking it nice. home. I, Paul, I, we emailed you a bottle. <laughs> it's delicious. Well, I, I emailed you a bottle, so. We know how that worked. Out. That's prob- yeah, we, technical <laughs> difficulty. I'm sorry, sir. I'll make it up to you.
1: It's, it's wonderful. I'm enjoying it <laughs> as we speak.
2: So you want me to tell you about this wine?
1: Please. So Please. this is God from
2: is this is from a uh, a winemaker. His name is Kieran Robinson. Uh, he is a Philly boy. He grew up in the Philadelphia area. Went to school up in the Finger Lakes, and that's where he started working at a winery. Ended up graduating, moved back to Philadelphia, uh, met a girl there. Two months later, he got a job in France working at a winery in uh, Saint Joseph and then uh, worked there for a couple of years, I guess, and then ended up back in Napa and Sonoma. uh, But this is a Mervedra. So again, typically you'll find it in a Rhone style wine Mm -hmm. or Australia they make. If you ever see a wine that's labeled a GSM, that's a Grenache Syrah Mervedra blend. Uh, In Spain, sometimes they call it Mataro. So it goes by different names, but... uh, these are from. This is a really cool bottle. So he made. I think I did a tasting with him virtually, through this whole pandemic thing. Uh, I think he made 23 or 27 cases of this wine, and that's it. And I think I have two of them. Not positive, but two cases. Two cases of them. Oh, then you
0: could. Then I can have a little more as you the show goes on. More. Oh, this. So is- yeah, yeah, you're good. But yeah, so it's Paul. I apologize about <laughs> screwing up that email now. I really do because this is just. Um, okay. This is good.
1: No, yeah. I, I'm good, guys. I'm good. I'm fine. Fine. Just, uh...
0: Just... Mm. Yeah. Mm.
1: Green juice. Green... Mm. Oh, this is a... 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 Presed? Oh, no, that's pressed. Pressed juice. Okay, got it. Never is mind.
0: this a pressed juice? This is a, it's a juice. It's wonderful. It's green. It's very, uh, how do you say, froggy. It tastes... Uh, I don't know. It's, it's good. It's good. Not as good as this one, but... Uh, It is
1: from the La Vega region.
0: Oh, Southern. Yeah.
2: So, and the vines that, just so you know, that these grapes come from were planted in the early 1900s. Wow. So, yeah, it's pretty cool.
0: So when I was learning wine or thought I was learning wine, I'm teaching myself, but I learned from a guy who told me one and I got his books and I read most of them, was Hugh Jackson. Mm-hmm. And he had the quote in there, or the one part of his book that said, basically, get a corkscrew and wear it out. Which I think is great. Uh, what do you think? If you really want to have, and I know, it, it, it again, I'll always go back to that, who you're with, what you're eating, everything really comes into play. Uh, a cigar is secondary, coffee is secondary. Uh, it's a vehicle. Uh, but who or not who but what to enjoy a really good bottle of wine what should somebody spend I, what do you think a wine like this would cost i'd say 50. dollars.
2: i think it was 32. okay yeah i don't know how he did it for that but i'm, I'm, no, I'm sorry I, to
1: in, in, interrupt but even though it's, it seems like it's that's a very limited quantity He's still only at thirty-two. I mean, and that's—that's. I'm sorry. Is that retail? I'm guessing. Yeah.
2: Well, it's only available. It was only available to wine club members. I'm in his wine club, so yeah. So I keep keep buying. You could start
0: your own wine clubhouse. (laughs) There we go. Guess who won't be there? (laughs) (laughs) You know. Does your wife have a better phone than you?
2: (laughs) I mean, maybe. What's that? (laughs) What did you say? What? Do you know anyone that has a better phone than you?
0: Everybody has a better yeah. phone, except for my wife. We so, have this. Well, that's what I was yeah. going to ask, yeah. And I have a hard enough time with her on the thing anyway. What are you doing? I'm on the, I'm on the, do you guys have Aldi's out there in Vegas? Not in Vegas, but I grew up with it in, in Aurora, Aurora. Illinois. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, there, there were, I didn't realize it was a, a British company. Oh, was Aldi. it, I thought it was German. German. German, German, German company. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. But, yeah, one but, of the brothers it, just it, it, died. They actually, yeah, they started and then they bought Trader Joe's. People think Trader Joe's owns Aldi's and everything. So that's just some useful information you can use around the water cooler. One of these days, but, uh, or the uh, craft table, mm, man. He saw the first episode, two viewers. I was one. He was the other guy. That's how he got on. Do you know why you drink coffee, Dave? No, he doesn't drink coffee. You know what he's missing out on Paul? Snappy Big Snappy Men coffee. coffee. It's great coffee. Just say my wife does drink Snappy Big Men coffee, so I like her better. Well, you brought the wine. You guys are equal. Okay, fair enough. Now somebody's got to feed me. But <laughs> uh, so with wine proper temperature, proper glassware, that all comes into play. It does. But it's not that hard to to really you What know. would you in, let's say I'm in, I want to set a small i don't need a lot of bottles. i have a lot of bottles but i don't i want to start getting into wine what do i need to have uh let's say let's just say i've got a little rack for the counter Mm -hmm. 12 bottles what all goes with i mean do i have to buy uh baccarat crystal glasses do i have to buy i mean i don't think i want to use libby glasses
2: so i could i have I have been known in the emergency situation to drink a $100 bottle of wine out of a red Solo cup. I'm not above that. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. What the
0: hell kind of emergency were you having that you... I well, I mean, if there's
2: no other glass, but there's a bottle there. What do you do? Well, that's true. I mean, it, there are other people there. I don't want to drink straight out of the bottle.
0: Well, no. Well, that's not good for the olfactory senses.
2: You got to get it, let it breathe. You got to let it breathe. Yeah. So, no. So... Get a glass with a stem. A lot of people will... They're convenient. They don't break as often to get the ones without the stem. I don't like those. Without the stem? No. No. No.
0: No, I'm not a fan of them. I
2: those. have a couple. They were
0: given to me, I think. I
2: don't think I've ever bought one. But
0: You know what? I have some. When I was on the road, I picked up... They're Libby. I picked up Libby, but the reason I got them was I would have sometimes wine, but I didn't go out when I was on the road. I would hang in a cigar shop or whatever, but sometimes you get back and you're doing paperwork and everything, and I would have a bottle of wine, or I would have a scotch or something, and I didn't want to use the little plastic yeah. hotel cups. So I used to pack, that was part of my my-
2: And you don't want to use the glass ones in the hotel either.
0: N- okay,
2: why? Just take my word for it. Thank you. Remember, <laughs> I used to manage you, hotels. You, It never happened to any of my hotels, but I heard stories from the AAA inspector. Let's just call it that.
0: You know, that's why I used to carry a French press maker with me, too, because I would never use Mm -hmm. the coffee makers because I heard what they... I heard stories. They were not pretty. (laughs) But what people would wash out in coffee makers was...
2: Yeah. Anyway... So what do you need to enjoy wine? What? Yeah. So yeah. I want to set up, I want to get some wines. A nice set of glasses, you know, or a glass, whatever, just with a stem. Uh, the thinner, the better. It doesn't have to be like razor thin, but for whatever reason, there's a scientific explanation for it. But you don't want to have a big thick wine glass for whatever that's worth. Um, and honestly, crystal, the leaded crystal... Uh, actually is harder to break than most glasses that you'll have. So go ahead and get cut crystal glasses if you can afford them or if you can find a good one that's not ridiculously expensive and do that. Uh, you need a good opener or two because you'll always forget one or forget where you put it or it'll break and you're halfway through opening the bottle and now what? I don't have the rest. I can't get it. Anyway, so a couple of openers.
0: I'll stick a butter knife in the top and just hey, push, whatever. That cork. Yeah, and push it I all can, the way back I've through. I've done that before. I'm That's, not proud. It's just hard I'll to pour. What
2: it's just did. hard to pour because the cork keeps coming. And you got to keep.
0: It's oh, a lot a of trick, work. You got to hold a butter knife with certain wine. Okay, there you go. I use a sword and just
1: lop yeah. the head off. Just Saber off. The... Saber? Saber. Yeah. You
0: know what's funny? I when, I when I would drink wine and my wife would go like, what are you doing finishing that? I'm like, well, you can't get the cork back in the bottle. It expands, so you can't get it in. So then when they went, and I'm, I'm a green guy, so I, and I get it. I will hug a tree, I do my bit. Whether it makes a difference or not, it makes me feel better.
2: It's awkward walking down the street with him. When he just oh yeah, just <laughs> hugs a tree.
0: They hug back sometimes. Um, screw caps, mm-hmm. a lot of bad corks and stuff like that. I started bringing those home and she's going, Why can't you put the cap back on there? And I'm like, son of a... Then I'm like, it's stripped out. So I always kind of bend that cap when I took it off. I'm going to have some wine tonight. Paul, do you drink wine at all?
1: I do. I'll drink anything. So, yes. No, uh, yeah, especially with with a good meal. Uh, So, and I try to keep a few bottles at home. I don't don't think I have anything right now. But uh, I definitely especially in Vegas, you know, at Hugo's Cellar, where, which is a, an excellent restaurant for those of you that have been to Vegas. I mean, it's just part of the experience. Right. And it it has to be, I feel like it has to be read, it has to be good, but I'm by, by no means a, a wine expert. But I was reading somebody's biography and I think it was Anthony Quinn. Uh, yes, I think that's who it was. And he described it so well the experience where he was in France, I believe somewhere, and he was, uh, he, he would drink white wine. He, he'd do a, a bike, he'd bike through the mountains and, and then he was so hot, then he would have white wine. And that made me like, I'm like, let me you know, let me give white wine a chance. And so I, that really expanded my repertoire of, of wine drinking, I guess, because at first it, it, it's all, it had always been, it's gotta be red, it's gotta be good. You know, the, the food doesn't know what color the wine is you know things like that so yeah well so i i definitely enjoy wine especially with with a meal and i've also drank it out of a, a red solo cup so no shame there absolutely
2: yeah and and that's that's a funny story you talk about you know like suddenly everyone's drinking white wines and so you, so i same thing i started with the big reds i backed my way through into white wines i skipped rosés along the way because in my mind in the mid nineties, when I was doing this process, that was white Zinfandel and friends don't yeah. let friends drink white Zinfandel. <laughs> um, so, and I stuck to that and drink, I drink, my thing was I would I drink red wine because I love it. I would drink white wine for sport because you can t- it's more expressive to me. You can taste more things in it and I'm weird like that. I like to pick it apart and see what's going on with it. But, uh, but yeah, so Never had rosés again until about two, two and a half years ago. I suddenly realized that everybody I knew who drank wine was just down in rosés left and right. And I'm like, I'm missing something. And it finally dawned on me, well, rosé is the exact same red grape that I absolutely love. It's just made more like a white wine. So they're not all sweet, syrupy, gooey stuff. So I'm like, well, let's give it a try. And I probably drink... More rosés than I should, probably, uh, but especially in the summertime, they're fantastic. But I will drink them year-round. I'm not picky about that.
1: A couple of questions, and excuse my ignorance. Uh, I, I'm, I'm like I'm like the snappy big man of of wine. Uh, you know how he is with uh, technology. So <laughs> please, please forgive me. Uh, is so is a rosé. It's not, it's, is it a mix of, of red and white wines or is it, a, 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 I'm sorry, of, of grapes? Or is it red grapes, but like you said, processed in the white wine style?
2: That's, it's, it's the red grapes processed in a white wine style. So like if you take a grape, and most people don't realize this, but there's only about six grapes in the world that have, you know, six different varietals that have uh, juice that has color to it. And so when you have a red wine and that's why they have tannins. That's why you have that stuff that makes your mouth feel like, you know, you use mm-hmm. one too many tea bags or you over brewed the coffee, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a thing. God so they all have tannins the in them too. So um, that's where the tannins come from is that wine has to sit on those skins and that's where it gets its color from. And so that's why uh, they have that. That's why they go better with meat. They have that, you know, that, that tannin, which, fats and proteins counteract the tannins. So if you like, if you're easing yourself into dry red wines, this is my one other piece of advice for folks is make sure that you have uh, something with proteins and fats. You know, I don't care if it's a charcuterie tray or a Baconator from Wendy's, as long as you've got meat and cheese and you've got a good red wine with, with some tannins Take a drink of the wine, make the face, because everybody does the first time they have a, a big tannic red. But then take a bite, and you chew that, uh, whatever whatever food you have, the, and that's why it works great with, like I said, a meat and cheese or a ribeye, whatever the case may be. Chew it all around your mouth. Don't just chew it and swallow it. But chew it good and coat your mouth with those oils and everything that's part of that food. Swallow the food and try the wine again. completely changes the wine. So Amazing. That, okay. Yeah.
1: That's so, why they go, they go so well together. Yeah, that's exactly.
2: Okay. exactly. So if you right. had a sweet wine that you drank with a steak, it disappears. You're never going to taste the fruitiness of that wine because the meat's just going to overpower it. So that's why it works out that way. Typically, and it's not always doesn't always hold true, but, but that's a pretty typical uh, approach to it. So, so
0: the, the rule of thumb for red with meat, white with light, pasta, mm-hmm. chicken, doesn't necessarily hold true. I no. mean, it
2: comes down to what you like, does yeah. it not? Yeah, and there's different like this wine has a few tannins mm-hmm. I would drink this with uh, easily with a, a, probably a, a tomato, like a creamy tomato sauce almost, because it's got good enough acidity to cut through the fats in the cream, but yet it's not overly acidic, that's going to go crazy with the tomatoes that are in it, so
0: but yeah, well we, you, you had recommended uh, my god it was an Italian wine. I can't remember the name. I can't even do an Italian accent. Briolo. Sono un briolo. No, I have no idea if that's Forget wine. Forget about it, okay? Forget My friend. About don't worry it. about it. I got a case of wine from Jimmy Slacks over here. It fell off a truck. Lo and behold, not one bottle got broke. What a guy.
1: Morgan but, David. Menacevitz. Menacevitz.
0: Ah, Menacevitz from. From my mouth to God's ears, man, this Shevitz, I'm telling you, it's so good. Oi, it's nice hey, wine. I like. Hey. I like it. Uh,
2: Passover is hey. coming up.
0: That's right, Passover. But there's some great Passover. Or, there are some or, great kosher ones. There's wines. some great yep. kosher ones, but the the one you gave me, I told you because we were talking, and I said, I tried it. I let it open for a while, aired it out, and uh, I don't know if "aired it out" is the right phrase, but you know, it, it demystifying <laughs> wine here. I'm, I'm, yes, yeah, wine. Yes. We're not gonna have. Took that first sip, and it was like, eh, it was good, but it was not. Went to, made a charcuterie board, had some, uh, some, my wife doesn't like that. I had some, uh, tongue and blood sausage that I get at this little market. And then went back to that wine. I was like, oh my God, it was so good. It was so good. And I think people just are, are afraid to try some yeah. things. I mean, I think there's some basics you can have. Sure but I think just have fun with it. Because I've had wine with desserts and I don't eat a lot of, I am not by any means a person who likes chocolate. Uh, it's like people who don't drink coffee and they would tell me, I, I love the smell of it, but I don't like the taste of it. And I'm the same way. I, there's some great chocolatiers I know. Uh, I buy stuff for Glenda. We didn't even hit the button on that one. We just said her name The up. wife. And yes, yeah. the yeah. wife, yes. She owes me, she has to pay for that name mentioned now. So eventually <laughs> I can get you some money. Uh, and I don't like the taste of it but I have had different desserts uh, some rosés with uh, some fresh fruit desserts and things oh, like that yeah. oh my god is that good yeah
2: yeah it's crazy I mean some of the things that, that you just that come out and you're like wow this really goes with this well um, I do like chocolate and a lot of other things but um, yeah I mean that and, and there are a lot of people who would tell you That wine doesn't go with chocolate. I disagree. Oh, I
0: disagree totally. (laughs) Oh, I disagree. A lot of people will tell you that. A lot of wine people will tell you that wine does not go with chocolate. Well, I argue with coffee roasters or have a discussion with coffee roasters over. I like, I, I was doing pour overs long before it was the end thing to do. I got a little Merlita, and it was plastics, if that's any good, but I would make a pot of coffee, would want to have coffee throughout the day, didn't want to make a pot, so I started using this 25 years ago. Now it's all the rage. I still like percolated coffee. Mm -hmm. I still think percolated coffee extracts the best flavors, because if you don't have a good coffee machine, you're not getting the temperature right in the water. It's not spending enough time. It's how much time the water spends with that. So, and I will argue with them, but and the same thing. I think they're, I've had some great wines and I've done that where I've taken a taste. Here's the thing, kind of weird. I will smell that chocolate. I like it. I will take a taste sometimes. As soon as it hits in that oil or whatever is mm-hmm. there, I've got to get that out. I've got to go brush my teeth or gargle or whatever. I just, I, whatever reaction I have to it um, I just can't stand it but I've done that where I've taken a sip of wine and everything and you're just like how could you not I mean how could it not It's right. chocolate chocolate goes with everything. Chocolate goes with green pressed juice
1: <laughs>
0: Prasid, Prasid.
1: well even even uh, cigars and, and chocolate mm-hmm. you know we've had a cigar and chocolate pairing. And it went over really well, and it it also brings in other people into the, into the into the world of of chocolate and cigars. You know, so your cigar smokers will be like, oh, that's interesting, and and your chocolate eaters, uh, mostly you know, maybe predominantly uh, women, will will be like, oh, let me try cigars with chocolate. So it's been, it's 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 a good marriage. It's a good, I guess anything you know that's like handcrafted, pretty much comes from the earth. Will really go well together. Wine and chocolate, cigars and chocolate, wine and wine and cigars. You know, so so there there's that.
0: How do you feel about that?
1: Wine and cigars.
2: Wine
0: and cigars.
2: You know, I think some people can do it. I can't. I can't either. I don't. I.
0: We. I can had, do a little more of this because I'm not smoking. Because we can't smoke in the studio. <laughs> we change had, the
2: laws. <laughs> we had a. Oh, um, I'm
0: working on it, friend.
2: We had a uh, several wine and cigar dinners uh, at my place when we were. I that. attended those, yep. yes. And, uh, you know, great time, great company, great cigars. After the first
0: three, I couldn't taste anything, so. Yeah, and when I found two, and there's a couple, now there are a couple of wines that I keep standard in mm-hmm. my cellar. I don't have a cellar. It's a basement. <laughs> I keep them in this box they come in. But there are a couple that I've had that I have actually paired with a cigar. So I know how that cigar is going to change and how that wine will change. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, I found that I can't. Well, and it's, it's it's like
2: anything else too that you're eating. When you're smoking a cigar, you're getting the oils that are coming through with the smoke, you're yes. getting the, and that's eliminating some of those tannins. It'll bind the same way that, that you know, oil from, you know, fat from a steak will do with, with the tannins in a wine, so yeah. To an extent yes they do you can pair them up they do well i don't do it well it's not it's not my thing but i know people who love doing it and i have seen it a good pairing happen before it's just not something i do on a
0: regular basis so i've got a corkscrew yep two just in case Mm -hmm. because i don't want to be shunned because i use a butter knife that 12 (laughs) bottle rack you have yes where are you keeping that at in the kitchen probably on the counter yeah
2: I'd find a better place for it. Maybe in the bedroom in a closet, cool,
0: out of the light. So you want to keep it out of light. Yeah. It's simple, something like that. Yep. How long? Oh, what else? So I've got good glassware. I've got myself a couple of um, corkscrews. I've got nice few bottles of wine, ranging from I'm going to say ten bucks to I'm still going to say fifty. Yeah, fifty. Sure. Um, how long is that wine good for? Is there wines I should let? You know, how do you you know, I know how we learn it. We just go to wine in real life, and we can learn. But how, how, how do you know that? How do you, again, I know it's having a guy to go to. Yeah. It, it's but is all, it trial and error? Is it? Yeah, I
2: mean, and that's the thing. So the, an interesting piece of trivia, the average time that a bottle of wine is in a consumer's possession between purchase and consumption is less than about seven hours in the United States like we don't hold wine
0: oh so, so that, they're pretty much at the store picked it up for dinner that night yes
2: there's not a lot of in the general public a lot of cellaring going on
0: so Oh, then speak. i'm doing something wrong <laughs> so because yeah, i got wines that i showed been, you pictures earlier yeah, oh I, yeah I, I'm, I'm
2: doing the wrong stuff too apparently at least different from what everyone else is doing but no
0: so we can't um, show you the little video paul it's not that I technically can't hook it up, it's just that I have to pay extra for that, so we'll just send it to you later.
1: Just, uh, yes.
0: and looking at his wine collection that's going on, but I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm outing you on this one. I'm watching this video go across, and I'm like, oh, that one I know, that one I know. Never heard of that guy, look at this. Oh, he's got six of those, it must be nice. <laughs> at the end, I'm like, did I just see a bottle of Cook's champagne, and he goes, it's actually Andre. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't. I, I don't want to know why it was there. But if I, I remember
2: correctly, I think I rented an Airbnb and the owner left it there for us. So, I didn't drink it, obviously. <laughs> Plus, <laughs> I, there might have. It may have been well, like, from when I got married a hundred years ago. Mm. Uh, I think our wine of choice for that. Again, this was before I got into wine. I think it was Tosti, Osti, Spamanti was with the... uh, Oh, Tosti,
0: Osti, wow. That was the fancy
2: stuff we had at the head table. The other people got the
0: the, uh, cheaper stuff. Yeah, yeah. Wow, Tosti, Osti.
2: I've come a long way.
0: I was just getting ready to ask you how how long you've happily been married. But you haven't seen episode two, so just to answer the question honestly.
2: So I would say happily married. Uh, Do the quick math. It will be 30 years next year. So twenty nine years this year.
1: Wow! Jesus, uh, what, what happens? You get married when you were like seven? What's <laughs> going on over there?
2: <laughs> I am from Southern Illinois. I'm just leaving it out. <laughs>
1: No, yeah, okay, yeah. I wasn't that. That wasn't. I was trying to pay you a compliment to your age, not, not no, insult I you. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's got
0: me for that. That's right.
1: That's right.
2: Time, so, um, you know. Yeah. So no, you um, want to keep that wine back to the question you asked me. I'm not sure I answered, but you want it somewhere, not in direct sunlight. Be,
0: be, be ready to hold on to it though. Yeah.
2: True. It, well, and don't leave it like, don't put that wine rack on top of your refrigerator. Oh, no,
0: no. That's where I keep my scotch in that little, that's what we, well, you grew up in Aurora. I guess that's close, a little different, uh, bigger city, but down in the St. Louis area. I don't know if you guys had them up in Aurora when you're growing up, my folks, my mom did not drink at all. Uh, my dad drank beer, but he kept, I remember my mom, every Valentine's Day would buy him a bottle of drambuie. <laughs> I have no idea why. I never saw him drink <laughs> it, but every year she got that. And he would keep a little scotch, and it was J&B, mm-hmm. or Cutty Sark, and it was what we called the Midwest liquor cabinet, that little bitty cabinet that's above your refrigerator. Yeah, yeah. That was where, because now my house, I got a full bar in the, in the dining room and everything out. Even though I don't drink everything that's there, I just, from hospitality, entertainment, yeah. you have that set up for when folks come over. Because uh, when folks come over, as opposed to clubhouse, I let them in. <laughs> come on in. We'll have face-to-face. You know what we're having? Everyday conversations. There we go. Just saying. Is there any other cliche we can use or tagline? What's the tagline for Votto Cigars?
1: Put a Votto in your mouth. <laughs> uh, do we uh, do we have one? Oh yeah, I, of course we do. I, I should know my own company. Uh, lovingly, uh, lo- uh, lovingly made in small batches or lovingly handcrafted in small batches in the USA of America. Uh, in North America, yeah, I think it's lovingly handcrafted in the USA in small batches. Is our
0: lovingly handcrafted in the USA in small batches?
1: Yes, something like that is our. Is our?
0: You got that one memorized, do you? Is this? What you... <laughs> it's, it's a little. I'm, I'm waiting for you to turn it one moment and just go. What's my line? The line again? The line? I have line? 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 a
1: wait. You, you don't have a whole staff. I your production company sent a whole staff in here they're the ones you think I set this up myself with this amazing background
0: (laughs) I'm telling you what uh, is
1: this better do you think does this look better I don't know it looks it
0: looks you know what it looks more official it does I mean we have them it brings it up a a notch
1: now okay I'm gonna definitely use this I like that next that adds a little
0: well that adds an element to it yes okay I'm going so, to, should I keep it in? or, or Yeah, or wait till keep next it in week? like that. I like it like that. Not like okay. that. That looks good. Well, just stop there. Wait. Yeah, just I like that. Just, now back a little bit more. Perfect. And I don't want to block your light. So, yeah, that looks good. It gives that, that, uh, actually, it does. It gives a little more.
1: Okay. It's in it, the show. You're in the show, pal.
0: Now nah, I like no, that, that. No, leave it there. Perfect. That looks good. That looks. Got the little spit screen, the pee popper right there.
1: The pee popper. There it is. Okay. All right. <laughs>
0: that was days back when I started in radio. Yeah. Pee popper, uh, yeah. We put that over there. The pee popper. Oh, yeah. I like that. I was like, I forget what place we had. It was like Paul and Penny's Pet Emporium and they would go here's your ad copy I'm like I ain't doing that one <laughs> you'd be like you'd oh hear
2: every one of those oh
0: yeah use the pee popper That's- no that looks good though that does look good oh, okay. I just class right. up the show a little more
1: well, we're adding I'm going to add a little slowly something. we're adding
0: elements to this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know I didn't want to be I I brought my padded coaster because I make you know what I was telling him too and I and I noticed it no big deal I got cowboy boots on tonight I felt that way and I'm hitting that there's a metal bar down here now I'm gonna have to wear rubber sole shoes so I don't make noise and then every day I made (laughs) I made noise with the coffee cup the first episode next episode was the watch so I left the watch at home then I've got I've got my padded which is that blatant product placement notebook with that fine label can we get that because we don't even have cameras that move here we do the work and then we had you know it just we, we went blank for a second i thought i was passing out from excitement i didn't know the screen went blank i'm like oh my god i, I don't a have a pain down my arm and i'm not smelling toast so i should be okay
1: hey, had i known that was gonna happen it would have come back to a blank screen like all right show's over gotta go
0: gotta go i'm out of here i'm out of here so what do you what, what are your plans for wine in real life so
2: we're just kind of kicking it off uh, and i've got some stuff working up. We're going to have a YouTube channel. Uh, I'm exploring TikTok because wine TikTok sucks. You
0: got TikTok, Paul?
1: Yes, and I have, I don't mean to brag, but I probably have six or seven uh, followers on TikTok. So TikTok has not been uh, the social media platform for me, but I understand its importance and I should be on it. Because, you know, one little video can go viral and just get you a lot of yeah, business. Just, so I understand the importance of TikTok. I just haven't dedicated any time because, you know, Clubhouse. Oh. <laughs> Clubhouse. Clubhouse. I mean, Clubhouse. Uh,
0: when I get, I'm going to start opening rooms right and left. I'll be the only person in that room. I don't care. I'll just chat with myself.
1: You'd, you'd be surprised. I've tried. I've experimented. I've opened a room with, with no title, nothing, and and people just start coming in and then you take the conversation wherever you want it to go. But if you can focus, you know, if you can focus it, you know, we, we could open one up, you know, ask us about Snappy Bigman Coffee. You know, I answer all your questions about coffee or you know, let's talk about sna- just saying podcast. I, I don't know if they, they might not be okay with that for promoting. I don't think they care. You know, how about, they, if, they we just, how about it, if we you know.
0: talk about pairing coffee and cigars? Mm-hmm.
1: That'd be perfect. So, uh, so I have a club. It doesn't have many members because I, I chose, but the word is cigar. So it, so we have a cigar club, and there there's maybe just another there's one other cigar club. So it's it's kind of like wine and TikTok. It's wide open. So we could definitely uh, we could definitely meet up in clubhouse and talk cigars, coffee, wine, all that. And there's some amazing hospitality rooms that uh, in the hospitality industry that that you can also belong to, and then you open the room under that club under under yeah under that club so when you open a room under a club if they have 5000 members it alerts everybody that's online hey paul just opened a uh, you know so i have like 2000 members in celebrity which is my celeb- where i interview celebrities on clubhouse so anyone that's that's on will get a notification that that we've opened a room so sometimes you start and people just start filtering in 100 yeah. 200 people you know but you know mark zuckerberg is on there when he's on there 7000 people are in his room uh when when uh who cardi b uh was it cardi b yeah cardi b's on there uh a lot of celebrities uh who's just who who's who's been on there recently um dane cook you know and i actually got up on stage and talked to him so yeah the like celebrities are getting turned on to this and that's a place for them to go talk and meet their fans so So get that iPhone, get that uh, iPhone I'm getting
0: it. I thought you were just being cruel because I would, I keep getting notices when you would open a room saying, hey, I opened a room, here's (laughs) your invite. And I would click on the link and it was like, loser. (laughs) Your phone sucks, don't touch this again. But you have, so you're gonna do YouTube. We didn't mean to very often. Yeah, that's all good. Uh, TikTok. Instagram. You kids today with your TikTok. Instagram? Do you have structure that's going to go behind it? You're just going to wing it like we've been doing? Pretty much. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm
2: trying to get some stuff in the can right now. Like, I'm working on a... uh,
0: See, he's learning the the lingo already.
1: (laughs) Yeah, of course. Of course.
2: (laughs) Well, I'm working on, like... So the biggest, the latest rage is, as you've probably seen as you visit your local wine shop, is that celebrities, rock stars, have their own wines now. They have a lot of other things, but... uh, John Bon Jovi has a rosé. Uh, Snoop Dogg has
0: his 19 Crimes. Uh, that guy's a marketeer.
2: He has two wines now. He has his red blend and a rosé.
0: And since we're plugging, don't forget to mention he's got a, 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 a gin also. Yes, a gin. Yep. Yep.
2: Strawberry gin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then,
2: <laughs> and then uh, uh, oh, Post Malone. Post Malone has uh, a rosé. <laughs> Post
1: Malone is Okay, all right. Yeah, so, okay. so
2: one of my first YouTube videos is going to be a head-to-head shootout of musician wines. So it's going to probably be, I've got a bottle of Post Malone's rosé at home, which is sold out. You can't get that really anywhere anymore. Um, bon Jovi's, it's called Diving Into Hampton Water rosé. And ironically, both of them made in France. And then uh, I'll probably get Pick, I've got Snoop's red blend. I might pick up his rose and throw that into the mix. Just do a do a rose three way and uh, see what happens.
1: <laughs> my favorite, <laughs> my favorite kind of three way. So
2: that and then like for the to kind of cater to the TikTok thing, uh, you know, you're limited to a minute. So like one minute wine reviews, break it down, taste it, show it, talk about it real quick, give a thumbs up, thumbs down kind of thing, or. I saw there's a there's a psalm his name and, and actually a winemaker and he's just a, amazing guy. His name's Andre Mack. If you've ever if look him up, he's he's pretty slick and uh, makes some really great wines, but he's doing a thing with I don't remember which magazine it is, so I'm not gonna say, but he's doing a thing with them where he's rating wines with emojis. And it sounds really cheesy, but it actually works. He does a really good job at it. Hey, so
0: five stars. Yeah. Three smiley faces. Yeah. Like, and, you you know, know, it's a different generation. Might as well teach them one way or the yep. other. They gotta learn. And he he did like fifteen
2: wines, fifteen red wines under fifteen dollars. And he rated them with emojis.
1: And and he's getting a lot of views on, on is it, was this on TikTok or
2: it was actually on or, or uh, it Instagram, was a YouTube, yeah. Facebook. It's all over everything. Okay. It's, it's yeah. whatever the magazine's pushing it out on. So yeah. Got it, got it, got it, yeah. got it. He's the, he did red wines, he did white wines. I, mean, I apparently he's got more lined up to do, but yeah. And he's a master marketer anyway. He's got, uh, his big thing was t-shirts. He's, he kind of made funny wine t-shirts for a while, so he's pushing those. And But uh, his wine is actually made in Washington State. Or Oregon? Oregon. It's in Oregon. And uh, he lives in New York, but his wine's made out there. But he had to change the name of it uh, because... He named it uh, Mouton Noir, so Black Sheep. Right. But the uh, Mouton Rothschilds from France sent him a cease and desist letter. That he I've could got not, one of those before. He could not make wine with Mouton <laughs> in the name. So he changed it, and I don't remember what it is anymore.
1: Hmm.
2: The other
0: one was much funnier, I thought. But right. So. Yes, I've gotten a cease and desist letter.
1: Did you? I probably mm-hmm. sent it to uh, him. Uh, did you I mean did you see some assist or- oh
0: right away when we got the letter yeah we were the unofficial yeah. we were the you know how there's always the official sponsor in sports we advertise we're the unofficial we were the unofficial coffee of and I can't even say their name anymore <laughs> and they were like you can't say that you're not there's literally a guy standing not, right over yeah, here you're making
2: n- sure he doesn't say that
0: you're so. not the official coffee of this sports team I said like, I, I never, never I, I never said, said I'm the unofficial Stop it. Stop it now.
1: Well, that's what we used to do when when, um, I, when IPCPR was, was out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would have the unofficial after party, you know, at, at Binion's up at the rooftop. On the
0: rooftop. I was there.
1: You were there. and That's how we promoted it. And I was just waiting for them to say stop. They never said stop. You know, it was just we we're the unofficial after party of IPCPR, you know, and, and, people, and it would bring people out and, you know. I mean, I, I wanted to make it official. That was the plan, but, you know, it, it well, didn't work out. Well, so. officially,
0: it was the best party that whole week thank, in Vegas. Thank Always. you. Yes, Always. yes, it time. was. That was yes, a lot of was. fun. Well, the unofficial yes, usually it is the best party. It, is the be- it was the best party. Yes.
1: yes, thank you. Thank you.
0: This is back in the day when he was groomed. He'd show up in this big white suit. 18-inch cigar. Big- oh, nice. yeah. You should see the size of that thing. Yeah.
2: Thank I, I worked. I worked for a company one time, not in the hospitality industry, but they were planning their annual party, and I actually left before the the party happened. But they were having a white party, and I'm like, Will "We all have to wear all white." I'm like, "They're like, yeah." I'm like, "I guess I just have to go as the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man." <laughs> I mean, that's really my only option. <laughs> I mean, you know, this is not. Not a a white suit wearing guy. So, yeah. <laughs>
0: Paul wears it well. Uh, thank you. Paul wore it well. Well, yeah, listen, uh, yes, we're gonna call. Yes. Ryan's over there going, "Hey, come on, you know, come on. You, you're not getting a discount on rent. I got <laughs> stuff to do. You did leave your watch at home. I so. did leave my watch because I do that sneak thing. You know what? Somebody asked me one day. They said, "You wear your watch upside down.
1: You're a pilot, right? I'm a race car driver or pilot."
0: No, I'm just nice. Oh, okay. Well, it's a new jet. Ge- well, okay, yes, I'm a pilot. I'm sorry. Can <laughs> I just give a gift away? I'm sorry. It was a fatty pilot in World War II. <laughs> you should have seen those fuckers. And uh, look it up, it's a plane. Uh, no, but I wear it upside down. That's why I do it, because everybody uses their phone now. They're always, what time is it? And when I was making sales calls, I always thought that was so rude to have your phone out anyway have the ringer on or anything else the other thing was if a guy was droning on and he wasn't going to purchase anything and i needed to get going i could do the old yeah i'll give him 10 more minutes yep then i'm gone but if you (laughs) do this he's like what the hell yeah if you're going well you know you're going to sign the dotted line you're going to put a little pen to paper no but you do one of these you're like oh you know what i gotta go i'm out of here so, sir, I I apologize about technical difficulties. To you of emailing the wine, I'll get keep it your down. eye open. I it might come it through yes, eventually. It, it yeah, <laughs> um, but David, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. Really did appreciate it. Uh, if you'd like, I would like to extend an invitation to you, live and recorded. Uh, how about come back once a month and 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 teach us a little more about wine, Paul? You go with that.
1: I'm great with that until we get more popular than.
0: Oh, I know. He's history. <laughs> we just use these people as stepping stones. Then we toss them aside like yesterday's <laughs> newspaper.
1: <laughs> I'm you know. kidding. Of course. I think that'd be wonderful to have, have, you know, once a month to learn a little bit, something you know, to learn, uh, keep expanding our wine knowledge. I think oh, would yeah. definitely be, you know. And let me know if I, if I can pick something up
0: out here or if you want to mail me something. Oh, I will. Then, I, will. I, will. I will. Well, I'll just send you to the store out there. Yeah, I'll pick it you up know, by the time, because by the time you, you'll have Bottle Shock, by the time I ship something out there, we wouldn't be able to get to that for a couple months, probably. See, I learned things from this guy. <laughs> but, we, could, uh, we could
1: discuss uh, wine movies as well.
0: I think Bottle was Bottle Shock one of them? Or bottle Shock, bottle was, shock was one. What was the one I really did enjoy? Sideway, with, uh, Sideways. Sideways, Paul Giamatti and Thomas Hayden Church. Right, yep. Great movie. Yeah. It's Great
2: movie. Yep. Great Killed Killed Merlot absolutely killed it <laughs> did it yeah. really well oh my In fact, merlot was on the way to phasing itself out anyway mm-hmm. and sideways drove the nail into.
1: i
0: the, think that's why yeah. i like your advice better i remember from that movie the 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 final towards the end the, one of the final scenes was he he wasn't a green guy paul giamatti's character because he was drinking that wine out of a styrofoam cup i don't like styrofoam <laughs> Red plastic, it eventually degrades. But yeah. styrofoam is around like dinosaur bones. It's forever. My anyway. my
1: battery might die, so Again? we are right there. Yeah, perfect.
0: All right, perfect. That's our timer. I'm not even going to wear a watch yeah. anymore. I'll just wait till <laughs> screen goes blank, and then I know we're over. There you <laughs> go. Paul, thank you so much. I appreciate that you got a clean shirt on today uh, for this one. Episode three, we're done with this one. Thanks to David Hayes. Uh, Wine in real life. You're on Instagram. You will start up on YouTube. Check him out. He knows his stuff. We are out of here. Thank you, sir, so much. Folks, episode three of Just Saying Everyday Conversations podcast comes to an end. Thank you again for tuning in. Please hit the like Button, hit the subscription button on YouTube. We'll be on all the platforms. We're on Spotify and Anchor right now. We'll be on more where you can hear the audio. Join us you, next week. What what do you got?
2: You should leave a five I was so star close rating too. To
0: nailing that.
2: A five star rating. Five star rating and review that helps your
1: algorithm. I'll do that.
0: I'll do that too, and my mom will. We got three right there. We're good to go. But uh, see, now, you know what? I'll eventually buy you that battery. It's just (laughs) I have to pay tutoring lessons to to Ryan over there in the booth on how to email wine. Now I have to learn algorithms from Dave. But anyway, Dave Hayes, ladies and gentlemen, Wine in Real Life, Paul Vato. Uh, Good luck with the headshots. I know they'll turn out good. And then uh, good luck with everything else. Next week we'll get together and we'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks.